Blog Talk Radio. This is the EWN Radio Network. Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur with your host, Steve Kidd, third generation minister and business coach. Join Steve and his guests to get answers to your questions and help break through to the next level in your business. Hi, this is Steve. Thanks so much to all of you who listened over the past week for our first episode, and welcome to all of you who this is the first time you've tuned in to us. So excited to be doing this show and really excited today to be talking to you to per, about perhaps what is one of the most insightful hidden secrets in growing your business, and that's being yourself. I think sometimes we don't really understand how uniquely wonderful we are and how much the world needs you. You'll be amazed today to find out how much your business will transform and grow when you know and accept your personality type and release the real you into your business. I'm honored today to be joined by psychotherapist, um, teacher, speaker, Myers-Briggs trainer, Jessica Butts. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Steve. I'm super excited to be here with you today. Great intro, too. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're really looking forward to this. I've been, uh, I was even telling Kathy, the, you know, a couple of days ago when we very, very first started talking about doing a radio show, this was the first one that came to my mind. So uh, we've been thinking a lot about this. It, it's amazing to me um, how people's personalities come together. Um, so if you could just start us off by telling us a little bit about you and about the importance of a person's personality in their life and business. Yeah, you bet. That's such a humongous topic, but one that I literally have spent my life talking about, and I'm just crazy passionate about it. So um, a few years ago, I just I discovered a problem. So I am a, I am a massive reader and self-development expert and uh, psychotherapist and really have, have, have transformed my life, um, and now my work is to help other people transform their lives. Um, and so in all of my reading and in all of my research and all the, you know, they say the 10,000 hours that you've put in, I've realized there's a problem out there that everyone, lots of the great authors, the Wayne Dyers of the world, even the Oprahs and the Brené Browns and all of those people that I, I'm absolutely in love with, there's been this problem that I've discovered and it's that they tell you to go figure out your unique brilliance, go figure out the things that you're amazing at, and then go do them. Well, when I was reading that before I understood type, I didn't know what that was. And I'm also seeing that in a lot of other people is that we all want that, of course, but we don't really understand what that means. What, what are our unique brilliance? What are the things that we shouldn't be spending so much time on? Where should we put, be putting our energy and where should we not be putting our energy? So in all of that, um, you know, through my schooling, through working with, you know, countless clients through the years and also being a type expert, um, I've really created my own version of um, understanding your unique brilliance. And it comes from the work for Myers and Briggs, but I have called it Live Your Life from the Front Seat. So if anybody wants more information on that, they can just simply go to LiveYourLifeFromTheFrontSeat.com or JessicaButts.com. And it's just a system, um, kind of a method, if you will, to help people understand the Myers-Briggs tool a little bit better because another problem I've discovered is that people forget. They don't understand it. There's all these letters and people forget, am I an E or an I? And they forget the, the way that they go together. And, and so to me, that's a shame because it is one of the most, if not the best tool out there for all of us to figure out who we really are. And so whether that be in our life and our relationships or our business, it is just of the utmost importance to figure this out. So with those two problems out there, um, again, I've really put this system together to help people just have a funny and unique way of understanding their personality type so that they remember it and that they can have language around it so that it's usable and funny. You can use it with your kids. You can use it in work. You can use it in every different aspect of your lives, again, so that people are actually using it. Mm. Do you find that there's a lot of people that actually 
um, are surprised by the personality they have or, or didn't even actually really know what their type is? Well, most people don't know their type. And if they do know their type, they don't understand it. So most, in my experience, most people have had some sort of interaction with their type, whether they've taken it um, in the military, they've taken it in a job, they've taken it in, in college. Someone always seems to have taken it. But there's, again, the shame and the problem that I see out there is that people don't even, they just they don't get it. They were told these four letters, they don't remember them, but they don't, and then they don't understand what it means. The point of taking it is to understand what it means so that it can help guide your life because our type Steve is innate meaning we were born this way I know you and I are both Christians and we believe you know we were kind of created by God and as we are created by God we were given a personality type you know you and I came out of the womb with our with our type as Lady Gaga says baby we are born this way and so <laughs> Being able to live your life the way that we were literally created to live our life is a very, very powerful thing. And so it's so much more than just understanding these letters, because there are four different dichotomies that Myers and Briggs talks about, and then there's 16 different types, and then there's archetypes. I mean, there's all of this different information that people, again, um, I think find incredibly validating so once they actually understand it and they're not just given this information or given these four letters um, it can there's there's absolutely so much that you can do with it and part of it is again this whole concept of living your life from the front seat Um, so to answer your question yes I think most people um, have had some experience with it, but in my experience, very, very, very few, probably less than 10% of the population actually understand what it means. And to me, that is an incredible, incredible shame. Um, and so again, that's kind of why I've developed this tool is to help people um, really be able to understand it. And once they do, um, I find that they're actually not shocked by it. Um, in fact, I, I almost probably almost 100% of the time, it's validating. It's one of those feelings that you have when someone tells you something that you've known about yourself for a really long time, but society has either beaten it out of you or your family of origin has beat it out of you or you know your school or whatever has told you that you're not supposed to be a certain way. And when going through your type and really walking through this car analogy that I've come up with, people are validated. I mean, it's, I would say majority of the time there's tears involved um, because it is that intense feeling of validation of I'm not crazy. I am normal. All of these feelings that I have about myself or these things that I've known that I'm really good at, um, it feels good to be validated. And that is the I mean, one of the joys of doing this work, and it's making me a little teary just thinking about it, just watching the people that I get to work with have that validation and have those feelings of, oh, my gosh, this is who I am, and this is how I need to be living my life. And um, there's no greater satisfaction for me in the world than seeing people realize that and then start living their life from that place. Yeah, I can totally understand that. I mean... I uh, I think especially, I mean, I have some, uh, you know, personal experience with this because I happen to be married to an introvert and I'm an extrovert, um, yes. which, you know, in brief basically just means that, you know, I, uh, I, I like to be around people and she just as soon stay home. Yeah. Um, you know, but... Uh, you know, I've watched her really go through the transformation that it causes in a person's life when you realize that, um, you know, being introverted, uh, you know, which is really different from what the world at least has to be when you're out in the world, um, you know, that it's not some kind of a craziness, <laughs> you yeah. know, that it's actually uh, just who you are and yeah. um, and that that's okay, too. I it's been so fun yeah. to watch her give herself permission to to like being the way she is, you know, rather yeah. than, uh, you know, feeling like uh, something must be wrong, you know, because uh, cause I'm not out there, 
you know, like other people are. So I, I yeah, love watching so people transform. Yeah, your wife and I have done amazing work together too on her personality type. And so the two areas um, that you're talking about specifically, so this introvertedness that she experiences, you know, I don't write the rules, but we live in an extroverted world. Our world is designed to validate and reward extroversion. And so there's a lot of feelings that introverts have um, that they're supposed to, again, kind of using air quotes here, supposed to or should be this certain way. And there's a lot of kind of shame and guilt and, you know, what's wrong with me kinds of feelings. And the reality, there's absolutely nothing wrong with you. You know, when I when I talk about this, I talk about in terms of, you know, we do a lot of pathologizing. We label people and we end up feeling like there's something wrong with us instead of, you know, learning our type, really understanding the nuances of who we are so that it can feel validating and feel normal and feel okay to really embrace who we are. And Kathy is a great example of somebody who's done that in two different areas. One, her introversion. Um, and second is her intuitive typeness. And we can spend um, a plenty of time kind of talking about that in the next few segments about intuitive typeness because um, I'm, I'm guessing a lot of your listeners as the listeners to my radio show that I do here in Seattle too are intuitive types. Um, and so being able to embrace that um, in ourselves is a challenge in this society and it's something that I'd love to talk a little bit more about yeah. Yeah, let's uh let's make a note of that. We're going to talk in the next segment really specifically about the different types and especially about uh being intuitive. Um but going into that, if you can just give us like the 30-second definition of what does it mean to be intuitive? Yeah, so intuitive typeness, um, that dichotomy, there's sensing and intuition, and it's all about how we take in information. So sensors take in information via their five senses, and intuitive types take in information from the world via, air quotes again, their sixth sense. They have a gut or a hunch or a speculation about something. And so the interesting part about this is the the division of the population. 75% of the population are sensors, and only 25% of the population are intuitive types, which is fascinating in and of itself. And so it factors in greatly to how intuitive types feel about themselves and the world. And again, something that um, I think would be very helpful to talk to the listeners about today. Great. So, yeah, let's talk about that so that people can understand how do I use my personality? Um, I mean, you know, okay, so I got these four letters, but how does that work, especially when I'm thinking about how to run my business? Um, yeah. What do I do? Do I just slap these four letters on my homepage and then everybody will know how to deal business with me um, <laughs> or what? So. <laughs> So what we'll do uh, right after the break is we'll come back and we'll talk specifically what do those letters mean and how can I use them so that I can really be who I was created, as you said, to be. You know, I like to use the example, um, and I, I admit it freely, I stole it from T.D. Jakes. Um, he talks about the fact that we are so uniquely special that actually it was in the exact microsecond that our conception happened that is the only way for us to have been conceived. And that if it had been any other people, any other moment in, in time, you wouldn't have existed. And and he says point blank that God is so interested in having us exist that um, that was foremost above and beyond who our parents were, the circumstances of our lives or any of those kind of things. Um, and I think when we take in how unique we are and how needed we are in the world, that it could happen in that uh, finite of a, you know, of a time frame. Um, it really can help us start beginning to really accept ourselves and then really empower ourselves to, uh, to really step out in the world and be all that we are as opposed to all that the, the world tells us or other people have told us we should be. So we're going to go yeah. to a break and we're going to, 
come back and talk to Jessica more about how we can be the best us we can possibly be. I'm looking for a certain kind of woman, and I think you know her. She's an entrepreneur that is highly connected, successful, significant in her own industry, and considered the go-to woman in her community. She's received so much from so many women in business, she's ready to give back to others on their journey, lifting as she climbs. Hi, this is Sandra Yancey, and I'm the founder and CEO of eWomen Network. I'm looking to connect with the woman I've just described who lives in your community so that we might have a conversation about how eWomen Network's proven success system can provide her a platform to elevate her success and ability to support women in business. Our international community of managing directors are influencing the speed of success for women in business around the world. If that sounds like something that you want to be part of or know someone we should talk with, send an email to managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. That's managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. And let's start the conversation. Would you like to know how to competently answer the question, this is what I am doing to take my business to the next level? How about discovering what is unconsciously sabotaging your growth? How would it feel to create a clear plan that describes in detail the steps you need to take as well as help to walk through this plan one step at a time? Would you love to have one simple step you can take immediately to get into action? I would like to invite you to sign up for one of my limited number of discovery session spots that I have available. See how the 8-step program Kathy and I have developed to take your company to the next level can help you find out where your company is stuck and how you can be a thriving entrepreneur. All you have to do to be considered for one of these coveted spots is send me an email to steve at wehelpyouthrive.com. We can begin the process for you to claim one of these limited spots as yours. Just email to steve at wehelpyouthrive.com and put Discover in the title today. Jessica Buss is a local psychotherapist and certified Myers-Briggs trainer specializing in helping you accomplish magnificent things in your life and relationships. She sees couples and individuals in her office in Bellevue, Washington and can create a dynamic, educational, and unforgettable team-building event for your group or organization. Contact her today if you want to start creating magnificent relationships in your life. Jessica at jessicabuttscounseling.com or her website, jessicabuttscounseling.com. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. We're here today with Jessica Butts, and we've been talking about your personality type and how uniquely special you are and how to really bring out the uniqueness of your personality into your business. Welcome back, Jessica. Thanks so much. This is such a fabulous, fabulous conversation and one that I literally cannot get enough of. So this is wonderful. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Um, so we were talking in the last segment about your personality and about how uniquely special you are. So I'd like to dive into that. You know, it's not just four letters and, you know, you can yep. wear it on a name tag or something, but, uh, yep. what, what does it mean? What is, uh, what is the importance and how do you know yours? Yeah. So that is a great question and unfortunately not enough time to answer, you know, in on this show. So let me make an offer to the listeners. So on my website, I have a free uh, offer. It's seven videos. Um, just go to my website at jessicabutts.com, enter in your information there, um, and you get the videos to help you figure out your self-assessment. So what that does is it walks through the four different areas. So it's very, very important to know what your preference is for the four dichotomies. And the four dichotomies are introversion, extroversion, sensing and intuition, thinking and feeling, and judging and perceiving. And the reason that it's 
so vitally important to really figure that out in the beginning is not only is each dichotomy in and of itself fascinating for our business and our life and our relationships, but then from there, it helps us figure out our whole 16-letter type and figure out our car. So this car thing that I keep talking about is how you really live your life from the front seat and then the back seat drivers are areas of your life that you want to avoid. But before we jump into that, let me give just a little bit of background about what this is. So the four dichotomies are Myers and Briggs way of talking about the four functional areas of our life. So introversion and extroversion is how we get our best energy and give our best energy. So as you had mentioned earlier, you know, you're an extrovert and you really give and get your best energy from being out in the world. There's so, so, so much more to it, but in the limited time that we have, I need to go through this quickly. But again, if you want more information, there's tons of information on this on my website. And then introverts, on the other hand, they get and give, give their best energy from being by themselves. It recharges them to be alone. And I'm sure, you know, being married to Kathy, you you two really experience this kind of different dichotomy. And so it's not about necessarily pathologizing each other. It's just literally understanding that we're all different and then how we go about managing this in our lives and our business and our relationships. So for business owners out there, knowing if you're an extrovert, that that gives you energy. So if you sit home all day and you're self-employed and you're not interacting with anybody and you're in your own office and say you're you know working on books or whatever, that is not good for your energy. That is actually going to suck your energy. You and I, Steve, we actually get energy from being with our clients. On the other hand, Kathy, for her, that's more of an energy drain because she actually gets energy from kind of sitting behind her computer and doing research and um, working on tasks and working on things where she gets to be alone and work on things that are inside of her head where you and I are much more external processors. So if you're thinking about your business and your energy, you have to be aware of your personality type so that you can give not only your best self to your energy or give your best self to your business, but also give your best self to yourself so that your energy can keep maintained. So when introverts are giving too much to the world and to their business, it exhausts them. And when extroverts are kind of spending too much time alone, the reverse is true. So the next dichotomy is about sensing and intuition. And before the on the last segment, we had um, you know talked a little bit about the interesting um, parts of this. And so I won't go through that in as much detail as I had before. But this is all about how we take in information. And 75% of the population takes in information in a very factual, concrete, literal way via their five senses, meaning if they can touch it, taste it, hear it, smell it, see it, it's a fact. And so therefore, our world is really designed to reward and to be set up for these kinds of people since the population is so skewed in that area. So school and businesses and things are really designed, again, for sensors. Intuitive types, on the other hand, I call them kind of the woo-woo people. They're the ones who (laughs) have their heads in the clouds a little bit. They're a little um, out there. They are very into personal development. They're always thinking about what's next. Um, I have kind of uh, coined them the what-ifers. Hey, honey, what if we move to Costa Rica and sell pineapples on the on the side of the road? Or, honey, what if we move to Paris for a year and let the kids study abroad? Or, honey, what if we went to Iceland for the for the winter or whatever? There's always this need to kind of be doing things outside of the box. So where sensors are really, really great at living in the moment, they're great at, thank goodness, they're great at kind of working the nine-to-five job. They're great at the day-to-day routine of living life. For intuitive types, that's actually painful because they're always planning for the future. They're always thinking about what's next. How do I get out of this nine-to-five job? How do I think outside of the box? How do I design my life outside of the box? 
And so in relationships, that can be a struggle. So I was married for 20 years to a very, very strong sensing type, and I'm a very, very strong intuitive type. And this was a battle mm-hmm. for us for a number of years. In fact, he and I are still really good friends, and we had dinner the other night, and I'm putting out this book um, in early 2015, Live Your Life from the Front Seat. And I was telling him about how it's going to be full color and how I want the experience to be for the readers. And I'm describing like the the feel and the energy (laughs) of the book because that's how intuitive types think. They think very big Mm. picture and and they can see concepts of, of things before even the details are done. And the very first question he asks asked me, and all sensors can understand this, is, but won't that take away from the revenue? <laughs> and if I was married to him still, I would probably be pissed. But I just laughed and just thought, oh, honey, this is why we're so different. And we just, it, you know, and again, it doesn't mean you need to get divorced. Please, please understand that's not exactly why we got divorced. But uh, it's just such a different perception to him, the facts didn't make sense. From a revenue standpoint, he was thinking, I don't even understand what you're saying. Why would you do that? You're writing a book to get a message across, but also to make money. And I'm thinking, no, not really. I want this to be an experience for the readers. I I would pick up a book like that. I want a full color, beautiful piece of art kind of work where I'm also getting amazing content. But I thought, what a perfect example this is of this kind of different mindset of just how we take in information. Again, taking in information, a sensor would put pick up a book and they just want to see black and white words and give them the facts. An intuitive type mm-hmm. wants to pick up a book and have an experience with the book. And so neither one is right or wrong, but if you are running a business, you need to know who your target audience is and be speaking to them. For me, my target audience is intuitive types. And yes, you know, people say to me, are you seriously limiting yourself from 75% of the population? And my answer is, yeah, I guess I am because I know who my target audience is. And so for those of you who are listening, and I know this whole radio show is about thriving entrepreneurs, you need to know who your target audience is and be speaking to those people. I am not speaking to sensing types. It doesn't mean I'm completely alienating them, but typically, to be honest, they're not energetically drawn to me either. You know, most of my Mm -hmm. clients are just drawn to my energy and I believe will be drawn to my book and be drawn to my coaching program. In fact, I've designed a coaching program, a group coaching program for just intuitive type people because we're so left out in the world and so misunderstood that we need a place to be able to come together and talk about our lives and talk about our relationships and talk about our businesses. And so uh, starting in 2015, I've got this intuitive type group. Um, So again, we've got a place to come together because most of us, including myself, and it sounds like you and Kathy too, we grew up kind of feeling like weirdos. You know, I know my mother did not, in fact, she still doesn't get me. She doesn't understand, you know, why are you doing this? Why are you writing a book? Why does your book have to be in color? Why are you, you know, coaching? Why don't you just be a therapist? Why, 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 why? And it's, I don't want to have to explain it. I want to just have, I want to just be able to be. And I know that 25% of the population out there feels very much like me. And so I want our community to be able to come together and really thrive for one another. So that was That's great. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I really appreciate you saying that. You know, we were just talking last week when we were talking to branding expert uh, Jenna Sword about the fact that niche makes rich. Um, that yes. being focused yes. is actually good for your business. Um, yes. And and so often as entrepreneurs, you know, we, we don't want to leave anybody out. And, and we actually discovered last week that um, by trying to be all things to all people, we actually end up being nothing to nobody. <laughs> um, I totally whereas agree. Whereas if we focus. Yeah. I completely so. agree because then people can resonate with you. And so for those of you out there writing your website copy or who you're talking to, yeah, niche is rich, broad is broke. Yeah. So we've been talking about the personality types. We talked about the difference between in- introverts and extroverts. 
and intuitives and sensing people. Um, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to find out, well, what's the difference between feeling and thinking, and what's the difference between uh, the weird one, uh, perceiving <laughs> and, and judging, and, and why would I ever want to be either of those? <laughs> so uh, we're going to take a little break, and then we'll come back, and we'll talk about those other two uh, letters and what they mean to us. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. One of my mottos for business owners is, you can't do it alone. Whether you're in the startup stage of your business or you're scaling, you can't grow without relationships to provide support, wisdom, and new customers. eWomen Network is your home to connect with other women entrepreneurs who have been where you are or are experiencing the same challenges. We have chapters across the U.S. and Canada that have monthly events, featuring our trademarked process called Accelerated Networking to ensure you get the contacts, resources, and leads you need to grow your business. And once you become a member, you get many benefits, including two one-on-one coaching sessions, unlimited access to our membership database, your own personal profile page, and discounts on products and services with our business partners, such as UPS and American Express Open. Join the eWomen Network community and let us help you live your dream. For details, visit eWomenNetwork.com. Would you like to know how to competently answer the question, this is what I am doing to take my business to the next level? How about discovering what is unconsciously sabotaging your growth? How would it feel to create a clear plan that describes in detail the steps you need to take as well as help to walk through this plan one step at a time? Would you love to have one simple step you can take immediately to get into action? I would like to invite you to sign up for one of my limited number of discovery session spots that I have available. See how the 8-step program Kathy and I have developed to take your company to the next level can help you find out where your company is stuck and how you can be a thriving entrepreneur. All you have to do to be considered for one of these coveted spots is send me an email to steve at wehelpyouthrive.com. We can begin the process for you to claim one of these limited spots as yours. Just email to steve at wehelpyouthrive.com and put Discover in the title today. Jessica Butts is a local psychotherapist and certified Myers-Briggs trainer specializing in helping you accomplish magnificent things in your life and relationships. She sees couples and individuals in her office in Bellevue, Washington and can create a dynamic, educational, and unforgettable team-building event for your group or organization. Contact her today if you want to start creating magnificent relationships in your life. Jessica at jessicabuttscounseling.com or her website, jessicabuttscounseling.com. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. We've been talking about your personality type, how to transform your business through unleashing the secret power of bringing the real you to your business. Uh, I'm joined with Jessica Butts, who's a psychotherapist, a coach, a hypnotherapist, and a Myers-Briggs speaker and trainer. Um, and she's just been sharing all kinds of exciting stuff with us. Um, before we jump back into talking about the rest of the personality types, I just want to kind of, you know, comment. Uh, you know, a lot of times we get uh, lost in all of the, the different letters and the things. The, the important thing for us as entrepreneurs to know is, is that we have to bring ourselves. Um, what you do in business and what you bring to the world is so uniquely special and so important that it, it needs to be out there. You need to share you to the world. Uh, I encourage you as an entrepreneur to embrace who you are, um, and then bring that out to the world so that people can know that. Share that with people and and let your business be out there. I mean, that's the whole concept of being a thriving entrepreneur is that you are sharing what is the best of you with the rest of the world. So, Jessica, let's uh, jump back into the letters. We were talking about introverts versus extroverts and intuitives versus uh, sensing people. 
tell us about the uh, the other type uh, the other parts of the typing and and what that means to us. Great. So, yeah, there are two more dichotomies that are incredibly important for all areas of your life. Again, your life, your business, and your relationships. And those are exactly what you're saying, thinking and feeling and judging and perceiving. So, so far we've talked about introversion, extroversion, sensing intuition. And so the third dichotomy, now that we have taken in all of this information and we know where we give and get our best energy, the thinking and feeling dichotomy is all about how we make decisions. So thinkers, to oversimplify this incredibly, thinkers make decisions with their heads and feelers make decisions with their hearts. So you bring information to people and they have a preferred way or a preference of how to make their decisions. Thinkers like the facts. Just give them the facts. They are impersonal decision makers. They are not impersonal people but they do not make decisions with their hearts. Feelers, on the other hand, they make decisions very circumstantially. So the facts are not that important because they're really considering their feelings and everybody else's feelings. And so this can obviously be a pretty big issue in a lot of relationships, uh, you know, intimate relationships as well as work relationships because it can seem again, incredibly impersonal, but it can also, for um, thinkers, it can seem kind of ridiculous to thinkers that feelers make decisions with their hearts and their business. And again, this is kind of another area that a lot of people struggle with is uh, why can't you just be more logical? Why can't you just make decisions based (laughs) on the facts? And, you know, we have been talking about this, about, you know, why can't we do certain things or why don't we do certain things? And my philosophy is don't do things that you're not good at. Don't do things that you suck at. So for me to go about (laughs) making decisions with my head is not who I am innately. And so it is a waste of my energy to try to sit around and do things that I am not good at. So don't do stuff you suck at. Have other people in your life to help you with that. Get a great business coach. Get, you know, a a bookkeeper or a coach or an accountability partner or whatever it is to help you with the areas that you are not good at. You know, being being well-rounded was such a thing in the 80s, and I completely disagree (laughs) with being well-rounded. I say just do the things that you're really good at. Life is too short to sit around and work on the things that we are not innately designed to do. Again, we are designed a certain way. If we are expending energy trying to do the things from our back seat, that is not going to happen. So let's finish up with these dichotomies, and we can talk a little bit more about this car. Um, So the last one, it's actually probably, it's not my favorite. It's the funniest. I mean, all of them are my favorites for different reasons, but the judging and perceiving, it's my favorite because it's the funniest. So this (laughs) is all about, Steve, how we how we are in the world. So if you could, you know, if everybody listening could pick pick themselves up from their shoulders and place yourself in the world, this is how we like our world organized and how we like to be organized in the world. I don't know where Myers and Briggs came up with these words. All the other ones seem to make sense except these two. So I typically just call them J's and P's because judging and perceiving makes no sense. But J's (laughs) like their world organized. They are decisive decision makers. They don't like things kind of hanging out there willy-nilly. They are, uh, they, they are planners. They have calendars. They're organized. It's easier for them to get things done because they like things wrapped up. P's, on the other hand, are much more go with the flow. They're just, they're more undaunted by the surprise. They're very spontaneous. They can really live their life kind of going with the flow, where J's are not so good at going with the flow. They like things more organized. It makes them very actually stressed out and uncomfortable when things are uh, not decided upon. And so the reason that this is the funniest term for me is because it causes so many conflicts in relationships and in business. You know, those people that just show up for the meeting five minutes late and think nothing of it, and they're just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that drives Jays 
crazy. I mean, J's are very work, then play. P's are play and work. They can kind of do things at the same time, where J's are, let's get this work done, and then let's go play. J's are excellent, you know, pretty good coaches, or they can be really good coaches and accountability partners because they are organized and structured and they just have that mindset. And P's are really, really great at kind of helping people see big pictures and kind of go with the flow and whiteboarding things and mapping things out for people. They have a great vision of that. And so, Again, now that we understand kind of these four dichotomies, where you go from there, again, each dichotomy, I think, in and of themselves is utterly fascinating. But then if you want more information about your whole letter type, which there are 16 of those, there is a type table on my website at jessicabutts.com where you can pull up your web or pull up your whole type if you're interested in doing that and then reading your entire whole type that gives you much much more detail because an ENFP looks very different than an ENFJ. So only one letter can make a huge difference in your entire personality type. And so understanding that is the next step and it's absolutely essential to understand that before you move into the car. So is this an appropriate time to kind of jump into this this car analogy that I've come up with? Yeah, absolutely. Talk to us about okay. um, about the car. I, I'm really interested to hear about the back seat and have you tell us a little bit more about not doing what we suck at. I, I, I love that yes. phrase. I may steal that <laughs> one from you. Um, that's uh, I'm I'm totally using that in my coaching practice now. Don't do what you suck. What you suck at? Uh, because we all I, suck I could write a whole stuff. book on it's that. It's stuff that's in our back seat, and we all have this stuff. And I think we're we live in this society that tells us we're not supposed to suck at stuff and the reality is we all have a backseat it's just a reality I have it you have it Kathy has it every listener has it has a backseat so let's jump into what that is so once you take you know your whole letter type you can fill it into my car and the way that I came up with this car is Myers and Briggs have this um it's it's good. It's this methodology or idea of a dominant and inferior and auxiliary and an inf- uh, uh, I, I, uh, an inferior type. And they, I just I love them, but I don't think they do a great job of describing it in a language and a framework that people can actually understand. So kind of by accident. Um, I was doing a workshop probably five years ago, and I realized I needed a way to explain this to people so that they understood it. And somehow this idea of a car popped into my head. And so since then, it's really just kind of been growing into this idea um, of live your life from the front seat. So what it is, is the front seat. So imagine yourself driving across the country, and there's four passengers in your car. The two people in the front are the driver and the co-pilot. Your driver, if you can imagine driving across the country, is in charge of your car. They see the direction where you're going. They are driving it. They are in charge of this car. They're deciding how fast you're going, where you're turning, and they have a vision of where you're going. Your driver is literally your best self. If you are an extrovert, your driver is an extrovert. If you are an introvert, your driver is an introvert, meaning that is what the world is seeing of you. That is your best self. Your co-pilot is your second best self. So imagine driving across the country again. This co-pilot, when you're driving across country, is really, really important because you need somebody there to keep you company. You need someone to change the music and talk to you and Google map things and tell you where you're going. It's really kind of your wingman of your life. And if you're an extrovert, this person is introverted. And if you're introverted, this person is extroverted. It's a balance. This is kind of a teeter-totter, if you will. These are the two best parts of yourself and where, in my opinion, you need to be spending at least 80% of your time because this is your authenticity. 
This is your God-given talents. These are the things in the world that you need to be doing are these two people in your front seat. I cannot stress this enough. And this is where people start to get a little bit emotional sometimes is when they have their card diagrammed. And if anybody wants that, they can obviously just contact me and we can do this work together. But a lot of people are not spending their life from the front seat. They are spending their time in the back seat because, again, they've kind of been beaten down by their family of origin. They've been beaten down by society. For whatever reason, they are not living their life from this authentic place, this place of uh, innateness and how we are designed in the world. And so they are sucking their energy. People in business often say to me, you know, I don't know why I'm not attracting my ideal clients. Most of the time, it's because you're not living your life from the front seat. You're not coming off as authentic. If you're trying to be something you're not, that is gross, wonky energy. So I'm looking at the clock and I want to be respectful thinking we may need to take a break because I could go crazy and start talking about the back seat. So maybe I'll hold off on that and talk about the back seat when we come back. Is that fair? Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. So just to kind of recap, um, we're talking about living your best life. Um, and, and, of course, if you're going to have a successful business, uh, you want to be the best version of yourself. I mean, yeah. I, I love this word that you keep using, your wonky energy. <laughs> um, you know, if if you're bringing that on your day-to-day uh, work in your business, um, then you're going to have kind of a wonky business. <laughs> um, so we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about um, what things should we avoid in our business. What are the things in our backseat that 20% or less of the time may pop out because we're humans, uh, but that we want to try to stay away from as much as possible. So we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. One of my mottos for business owners is you can't do it alone. Whether you're in the startup stage of your business or you're scaling, you can't grow without relationships to provide support, wisdom, and new customers eWomen Network is your home to connect with other women entrepreneurs who have been where you are or are experiencing the same challenges. We have chapters across the U.S. and Canada that have monthly events featuring our trademarked process called Accelerated Networking to ensure you get the contacts, resources, and leads you need to grow your business. And once you become a member, you get many benefits, including two one-on-one coaching sessions, unlimited access to our membership database, your own personal profile page, and discounts on products and services with our business partners, such as UPS and American Express Open. Join the eWomen Network community and let us help you live your dream. For details, visit eWomenNetwork.com. Would you like to know how to competently answer the question, this is what I am doing to take my business to the next level? How about discovering what is unconsciously sabotaging your growth? How would it feel to create a clear plan that describes in detail the steps you need to take as well as help to walk through this plan one step at a time? Would you love to have one simple step you can take immediately to get into action? I would like to invite you to sign up for one of my limited number of discovery session spots that I have available. See how the 8-step program Kathy and I have developed to take your company to the next level can help you find out where your company is stuck and how you can be a thriving entrepreneur. All you have to do to be considered for one of these coveted spots is send me an email to steve at wehelpyouthrive.com. We can begin the process for you to claim one of these limited spots as yours. Just email to steve at wehelpyouthrive.com and put Discover in the title today. Jessica Butts is a local psychotherapist and certified Myers-Briggs trainer specializing in helping you accomplish magnificent things in your life and relationships. She sees couples and individuals in her office in Bellevue, Washington, and can create a dynamic, educational, and unforgettable team-building event for your group or organization. Contact her today if you want to start creating magnificent relationships in your life. 
jessica at jessicabuttscounseling.com or her website, jessicabuttscounseling.com. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. And we're back. We've been talking about our personality types. And in the last uh, segment, we were talking about the uh, driver and the co-pilot and the place that we kind of want to live our lives. So we're going to talk a little bit now, Jessica, about our backseat and the things that we'd like to try to avoid in our life and business. Yeah, these are really important people in the car. And oftentimes, again, this brings a little tears or pit in people's stomach because they realize oftentimes that this is where they're spending the majority of their time. And um, I want this flip. I want most people to not be spending most of their time back here. So let's talk about these two passengers. Um, the two people in the back seat are kind of funny. I don't know where I came up with this stuff, but I, this is my definition or, or description of these two people. So we all know these dreaded backseat drivers. So while the, the driver and the co-pilot driving across country are having this great time and they're in charge and they're having great conversations, there's two kind of annoying people in the back seat, and those are your drunk uncle and a baby in the back seat. Mm-hmm. So this drunk uncle um, is kind of in reference to, unfortunately, we all kind of have this person in our life, this drunk uncle who is passed out. And they are not just asleep in the backseat, but they're literally passed out in the backseat. And so unfortunately, most of us have probably been drunk at some point in our lives and know the difference between this feeling of being kind of asleep and passed out. This is an analogy for this part of our personality type that is kind of like a drunk person, and we need to leave them asleep. We need to let this part of our personality just be drunk and be in the backseat and be passed out. It is the stuff in our lives and in our business that we are the worst at. For me, um, this is a details and books, and doing my books, and and all of the detail-y kinds of things. And so I I learned that a long time ago, and I now hire people to do those kinds of things for me, because it is literally like I'm drunk trying to do my books. If I sit down to do QuickBooks, so you know everybody can imagine, you don't do your best work when you're drunk, obviously. And it's literally like doing that part of your business or being in a fight or being in that kind of place in our lives where we're drunk. And so my hope is that people actually just leave that drunk uncle asleep in the backseat and let him be passed out and just don't access that part of you. We all have this place that we are not good at, and we need to just let it lie. So everybody needs to figure out what that is and then constantly think about it like a drunk person. You do not want that person running any part of your life. The next person in the backseat um, is kind of the dreaded baby in the backseat. For those of us who have babies, Um, they're usually either asleep, you know, quietly asleep, or they're awake and they're screaming and yelling. Babies are also very, yes, right. Babies are also very immature. They're underdeveloped. They literally have no communication skills. And they're underdeveloped, immature, screaming and yelling, or kind of asleep. We love them. They're cute and cuddly. But in this case, they're not a good thing because it is this part of our personality type that shows up like a baby would show up. So, Steve, when we are stressed out, our back is up against a wall, we're kind of at our wit's end, we've all been there, I certainly know I have, and we take a deep breath, and life is just throwing us curveball after curveball after curveball. The person in the car who wakes up and takes over is this baby. Uh If our driver, yes, uh uh-oh is right. If our driver of our car is an extrovert, meaning our best self is out giving of the world and we're, you know, showing compassion and we're being out in the world, our baby that wakes up hides. He or she is quiet Mm -hmm. and reverts from life 
and shuts down, again, not in a good way, doesn't answer the phone, doesn't communicate, just locks themselves in a, in, a, in a room and doesn't want to communicate, doesn't want to talk, doesn't want to work, doesn't want to do anything. And then either overthinks things, overfeels things, gets overly dramatic, or gets overly kind of list-makey. Again, it's not in a productive way. It's in a very childlike baby way. And I, I'm guessing gotcha. a lot of people listening can really resonate with this. I went through a period in my life where I was very, very painful, and I hid from the world for eight months, eight months. I just sat and was not my best self, and people would notice it. I mean, they're like, Jessica, where's your mojo? Like, where have you gone? And that is wonky, 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 wonky energy. And if you think people mm. can't read that, you're wrong. People can read <laughs> that. So people think they're getting away with like living their life from this back seat and doing things that they're not good at or not dealing with what's going on in their life and think they're getting away with it. I'm here to tell you you're not getting away with it. People notice it. And it's also mm. sucking your energy. So the other way that babies in the backseat show up is for all of the introverts in the world, which is 50% of the population, <clears throat> their babies wake up and they get loud and they get in your face and they scream and yell <laughs> and sometimes they make demands or they get way over emotional, but they're in your face. And sometimes it can actually be very scary because it's so not who they normally are. People often say, gosh, my baby in the backseat is my exact opposite. And I say, you're absolutely right, because if you actually sit down and map this out, your baby in the backseat is actually your exact opposite. So if, you're, if your driver is an extroverted feeler, your baby shows up as an introverted thinker and processes mm. and thinks. If you're a, a dominantly or a driver as an introverted thinker, your baby in this backseat comes out way over emotional and super crying and kind of yelling and, and making crazy demands. And so it's the <laughs> exact opposite of how we normally are. So it is so incredibly important and validating for all of us to know these parts of our lives and then design our life around this. If you want more clients, if you want a better relationship, if you want a better life for yourself, I guarantee you starting here will absolutely change your life for the better. I think that's a great tip. Uh, do you think that's a, a good tip people could use right now is if you really want to have the best life and business you can have is mm -hmm. to really know and start living in your front seat? Absolutely, because again, we talked a little bit about this before. If you want people to be attracted to your authenticity, if you are out looking for your target market, where you have to start is yourself. If you are showing up incongruent, no one is going to be attracted to you. And so the way that you start living a congruent life and living authentically is by living your life from the front seat. That is how people well, are drawn to you. That is how you make more money. Yeah. Jessica, I appreciate so much you spending this time with us today. Absolutely. Uh, I just wish we could go on for hours and hours and hours. And, and we'll get together again and talk some more with the audience about ways that they can live in their front seat and really have their best life. Um, this has been Thriving Entrepreneur. We hope now that you will transform your life and business through the secret of using and living in your personality type. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. If you want to get your question answered, send an email to questions at wehelpyouthrive.com. We look forward to you joining us again next time. Would you like to know how to competently answer the question, this is what I am doing to take my business to the next level? How about discovering what is unconsciously sabotaging your growth? 
How would it feel to create a clear plan that describes in detail the steps you need to take as well as help to walk through this plan one step at a time? Would you love to have one simple step you can take immediately to get into action? I would like to invite you to sign up for one of my limited number of discovery session spots that I have available. See how the 8-step program Kathy and I have developed to take your company to the next level can help you find out where your company is stuck and how you can be a thriving entrepreneur. All you have to do to be considered for one of these coveted spots is send me an email to steve at wehelpyouthrive.com. We can begin the process for you to claim one of these limited spots as yours. Just email to steve at wehelpyouthrive.com and put Discover in the title today. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.